0: All right, everybody, welcome to Dad Bod History, episode number something awesome. Uh, the best part about this is this is the Ides of March Madness. Uh, the yes. brainchild of the group, I love that title. We are going title. through. It is a great title. That's where all this all started. That's that's when I got interested. Was Ides of March Madness? <laughs> um, we're coming in here. This is a this is a battle of Caesars. Um, as the only non traditionally educated historian in the group, my big contribution to this initially was. I'm going to sit in and do this and not bail out and watch a movie, but only if we can have some non Caesar Caesar's in here. Eric said, what are non Caesar Caesar's? And I said, you know, your Caesar salad, your Caesar Milano, Caesar's pizza, little Caesar's pizza, stuff left, like that. We left pizza off. We left little Caesar's pizza off. Good snubbed. Um, Hold snubbed. on. Yeah.
1: What's uh, was what that Nero's pizza from? It's from a movie. Little Nero's pizza.
0: I watch a lot of movies. I got nothing here. Little Mickey?
1: No. Google, tell us. I'll I'll figure it out. Okay. Home Alone. So, it's from Home Alone. Oh, Home Alone. Oh yeah. Two
0: weeks in a row. <laughs> so <laughs> so anyhow, you go. Much, much to Eric and Jake's credit, everybody was instantly on board with. Um, with my idea to add Caesars that have nothing to do with history to the list, so um, we could be treated to a matchup between Tiberius and Caesar Romano, and it's going to be up to our panel <laughs> to decide who moves on in this matchup. So, yeah. um, anyhow, uh, as usual, before we get into the Ides of March Madness, uh, it's we take a few moments to go through uh, tales from the, uh, the the world of dad bods. You guys, you guys got any dad tales from this past week? I did.
2: Well, I, I don't know if I texted you. guys. I think I did text you guys this. So me and my daughter invented a new game. Um, we've been playing checkers pretty regularly uh, around Christmas. I bought a checkerboard chess board on a whim. Um, and inside it, you open it up. It's got the chess and checker pieces and backgammon on the inverse. Um, but it's got these two die, dice. and. Uh, And so this past week we were playing checkers and Langston's like, well, let's play with the dice too. I'm like, all right, let's play with the dice. So the rules we came up with were it's your turn, you roll your die and whatever number it has. So let's say you roll a five, then you have five moves with your checker pieces um, that you can do. And so it's a, and you can use them. So one piece could move five pieces, could move five spaces, or you could break it up to several pieces moving one or two. Um, if you jump a piece, that only counts as one move. Um, so if you have five and you jump on your first move, then you still have four spaces left. Um, anyway, it's added a whole new dynamic to checkers, and I love it. And I don't know if I'm ever going to go
0: back
1: because trademark that. So
0: okay, so th- this when you got into to playability, how did it go? What do you mean? Like, how does it play? Well, it just I, I mean, fast? You, you, know, you know, sometimes you come up with, uh, I don't know, I'm going to mix a uh, twister and chess and we're going to see how that goes. And it's a horrible failure. Uh, chess but no, boxing like,
1: is a wild success.
2: <laughs> no, I love it. We'll I think it's awesome. And the playability is great. Like my daughter loves it. Uh, she picked up real quick on, on it. And, uh, and it's funny because you get like, let's say you get six. You had six moves and you go all gangbusters, but might you might get too aggressive. And then if my daughter gets a six on her turn, she could she could flip the table on me and double jump me real quick. And so it uh and if you only get like a one or a two, then you gotta play real defensive and try to put your back against the corners or the walls. And it's uh it's fun. I would highly recommend it.
0: It sounds fun. I love that on many levels. Good job. Yeah. Yeah, that's a copyright that immediately.
2: Yeah. Let's start creating games. Let's dad bot checkers. That. Well done, dad bot checkers. Boom, we got it. Suck it, Hasbro. All right, Eric, you got anything?
1: Uh, it feels like a long weekend because we had a half day on Friday, and uh, we had just finished watching The Mandalorian last week <clears throat> with the kids, which is kind of their—they've seen Star Wars, but they weren't paying attention, so. Uh, my middle, my oldest son, I'm like, do you want to watch Star Wars? Like, do you legit just want to watch Star Wars? He's like, yes. So we watched a new hope Friday night. We watched empire strikes back yesterday. Okay. Um, we, we, he quit about halfway through cause he wanted to do something else, but he's like, dad, I don't want to hurt your feelings, <laughs> but I kind of want to go play with Kylie. I'm like, that's fine. Do do what you want to do. Um, So it was kind of fun. It's been really nice out. So we've been outside a lot. I went for a walk today, took the wagon, loaded the kids in the wagon, started walking around the neighborhood, had the dog in the wagon. Um, But it was really, okay. So there's one funny moment. We took the dog out of the wagon, walking the dog and, uh, and my wife's like, I think the dog needs to go potty. So Kylie takes a leash, takes her over and she just squats in the middle of a driveway and poops and my wife is grabbing a, a a poop bag right and all of a sudden my daughter's like it's rolling sure enough there goes rolling down the driveway just like that was a it's fantastic so That's happy Did you chase it? I I didn't chase it I stepped out of the way so it didn't hit my shoe but uh, you know cuz I was downriver of the thing so yeah you don't have any streaks in your sneakers no i don't so that was, that was pretty eventful, I guess. All right, big week. Oh, yeah. So
0: out here in East see. Texas, um, a mere two weeks ago, there was eight inches of snow on my property, and it was negative four degrees outside, which is insanely cold, unprecedented cold out here. Fast forward to now, um, I've had to start mowing the lawn. Things are growing at a fast <laughs> and alarming rate. Yeah, so I got up there. Fortunately, I took my uh, my mower in for a tune-up two months ago before everybody else did, and uh, it's running beautifully. Um, in my mind, it's the Millennium Falcon. It's a beautiful zero-turn mower. I don't know if you've had the pleasure to drive one of these. It's uh, it's a riding lawnmower, but it's a whole other level. It's beautiful. So anyhow, that's, uh, that's good news and bad news because out here in East Texas, when things start growing, it is a daily siege of spraying herbicide and getting out the chainsaw and mowing two lawns between here and the uh, the ranch and house. So um anyhow, but dads love mowing lawns and I'm no different. I'll be pretty over it in about a month, but for now I'm excited.
2: Cool. That's awesome. Yeah, once it starts, it never stops. So that's your future for the next six months, right? Just yeah, exactly.
1: maintenance. I mean yeah. you could just when, let it it go. Goes- and every time you have to walk across your property, take a like a machete with you and machete. just hack your way through it. Yeah, it's another option. Maybe? I'm just saying. Sides in a machete? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Why not? That's good. Yeah. Maybe we can get some farm hands in a wagon and we can handle it all that way.
1: Yeah. I mean the good old days, I guess. It'll Maybe not for everyone. <laughs> save I on
0: farming. make farming great again. Is that what it is?
2: Yeah, I'm sure everybody's really pissed off, right? They, they, they have to use nice air ride tractors and <laughs> can, set the, yeah. can set their sprinklers to just do it all in a row. Right. Yeah. I, air conditioning I mean, exterior, I've never, so. I've never farmed, so I'm not one to judge at all. I, I feel like a real BA when I get to take out my weed
0: whip and go to town like that. But so maybe I shouldn't be one to judge, but you born and raised in Wisconsin, don't you? Didn't you grow up on a farm? Mm, Doesn't everybody no. in Wisconsin live on a farm?
2: No, I saw farmers and I said, <laughs> no, thanks. I'm I'm good. <laughs> I respect really what you do from afar. I'm going to stay up here. When?
0: No, I'm not doing that.
2: Yeah. One time my mom, uh, because she moved into this small town, Belleville, Wisconsin, which is outside of Madison, about 20 minutes in this small farming town. And she's like, Try to get me some summer work. It's like she found like this old farmer at a gas station and he's like, oh, I can make him work. And I'm like, okay. That's like in fourth grade. And he just made me pull rocks out of his field for like a weekend. I'm like, I don't want to do this anymore. It's not worth the money I received. So I got like five bucks
0: and all I do is load rocks for two days straight. So. no, because when he was your age, some old farmer spent three years breaking him. And he was going to do the same to you as a favor.
2: Yeah. Well, little did he know I had a game boy. So I was going to use that to occupy my time. I'm not, uh, these hands, these hands don't work. So yeah. If that's farming, God bless
0: you, but I'm, I'm going to pass. Yeah. I think you chose well, good job. (laughs) So, all right. So, uh, Eric, you, you've set us up here and this is, uh, when it gets down to the execution of this, this is kind of your brainchild. So why don't you walk us through uh the setup and what we're gonna be working on in today's episode?
1: Okay, so we've got twenty-four Caesars, right? And that includes um Roman Caesars who would have been emperors, including one uh dictator before they were Caesars, uh, includes a Kaiser, two czars, both of which are derived from the word Caesar, and then we have um some other famous Caesars and Kaisers that are not related to ancient Rome. Uh, We've placed them into four tiers. The first tier, uh, which will be drawn into seeds one through six on our tournament bracket, include the likes of Julius Caesar, Caesar Augustus, Tiberius, Claudius, Cincinnatus, and Marcus Aurelius. Our second tier, which will be our seeds seven through 12, include Nero, Caligula, Hadrian, Vespasian, Septimus Severus, and Titus. Our third tier, which includes the first non-Roman Caesars, include Trajan, Constantine, Diocletian, Kaiser Wilhelm I of Germany, Tsar Peter and Tsar Catherine, both of Russia. Uh, and that's uh, the third tier of uh, 13 through 18. And then our final tier, seeds 19 through 24, these are the, uh, <clears throat> these are the mid-majors. Actually, these are the like long the shots, two, the dark it's, horse. Dark, yeah, dark these horses, are yeah the Caesarella story. Ones. What you called it, the Cesarella story, um, yeah. Caesar Salad, Caesar's Palace, Caesar Romano, Caesar Milan, Caesar Chavez, and the Kaiser Roll. So, <laughs> can, can we talk about the uh,
0: the the selection committee snubbed Little Caesars pizza? We,
1: can, they did, can we talk well about what happened there? Uh, I mean, I was willing to drop Kaiser Wilhelm the first to make room for little Caesars, but I think, I think we're okay here. I think we're okay here. I mean, if, uh, I think it
2: just snuck by the selection committee. I mean, listen,
1: maybe Kaiser Wilhelm just tested positive for COVID and his team is out of the tournament. I probably tested positive for
2: performance enhancing drugs. If anything, that guy really, Yeah. yeah. He's, yeah, I would say. But I don't know why you want to keep throwing him out.
1: Sorry, Peter. I don't know. The yeah. guy gave up anyway. on beards. So. Yeah, I, he did. We, yeah, we stumped Little Caesars. We stumped a few others, too. It It'll be fine. They have next year. Or <laughs> so not. I can't imagine year. we do this every year and it, it's something different. So,
2: Well, you know what it's funny is I was thinking about that and I think we should do an Ides of March Madness every year. If this pans out as great as I think it's going to be, I think we should do an Ides of March Madness every year. Not Caesars necessarily, but a different topic where we pick 24,
1: you know, kings. So something or else of March Madness. 20,
2: yeah, something else where
1: we do a March Madness bracket because... The I'm march across excited. Europe mat- madness, you know, conquerors of Europe. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, but anyway, we got to do okay. this one first. So, we this, do is gonna right, be, so. this is going to be this is going to be two episodes because we're only going to get the play-in matchups today. Um, if you look at the bracket, we have uh, seeds nine through twenty-four over here, which are going to be our play-in. But we're going to seed the whole thing first. So, uh, Jake, you ready to draw from the fourth tier for seed twenty-four? Yes, I am. So last one in. On the bubble? And so as I draw them,
2: we're going to spend a minute or two talking? Yeah, we can, about we can or, briefly or how do, discuss them.
1: Yeah, we'll discuss them briefly as you draw them. And Okay.
2: All right. So the first one, which would be C24? Yes. Is that how you're doing? Yep, okay. we're going to go backwards. Kaiser roll. The Kaiser roll. Which, to be fair, it's a, I mean, it's a pastry, so... You know, it it's it's easily the twenty fourth seed.
1: It's yeah, easily I the twenty fourth seed. Last one and, in. you know
0: it's it's from some yeah
1: some minor won his tournament in the middle of early in March against like the croissant.
0: Yeah, yeah, he had to win like four play in games or something like that, <laughs> and um, I mean now if yeah. we're talking about the Kaiser roll and and the attributes, I mean they're delicious. I don't eat that many. I, I love know, a Kaiser roll. When yeah. I do get one,
1: I like it. So, uh, you know, I was reading briefly about the Kaiser roll, and uh, it's named for uh, Kaiser Franz Joseph, the first of Austria. Mm -hmm. And uh, but there's also some controversy with deregulation in the Kaiser roll market, uh, as well as some price fixing by the emperor. So, yeah, who knows? I didn't
2: realize how cutthroat bread making was in the Austro-Hungarian Empire.
1: Well, you know, when it's and and
2: because. But they said it, the the role in some form it existed before him, like in 1760, which I think makes it our oldest entrant, right? I mean, I get all the Caesars have died, but <laughs> okay. Kaiser will still exists today yeah, from 1760. I, that, that's,
1: that's true. That's, that's I don't know about years. the original one. That's staying power. So yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. So it's a, It could be a. Could uh, it was used at Maria
2: Theresa's uh, wedding, I believe. Anyway. When we pick up the next one, yes. All right, 23. Caesar Milan, the dog whisperer. Oh, interesting. See, I mean, we're,
0: we're we're all familiar with the show. We've all watched Caesar we Milan know. come in on some some yeah. snotty chihuahua, usually that's just mm-hmm. wrecking some poor family's life. The kids can't sleep. It's like having a poltergeist in the house. And uh, but the magic of the show is he never does anything to the dog. He always comes mm-hmm. in, and looks at the dog, and goes, "All right, we got a we got a horrible animal here." He goes, "What are you guys doing to this dog?" And he spends the next half hour fixing them. Away. Oh, yeah. you Yeah, fixing <laughs> the family. Like, why yeah. are you screaming at your wife? You, what your wife? Why do you drink so much? You know, a half hour later, the dog's fine. The dog's <laughs> you know doing taxes and there's mopping no, up. It's
2: there's no such thing as a bad dog, Jeff. That's what I've learned. It's That's never right. the dog.
1: It's always the yeah, owner. Um, All right. Seat 22. All
2: right. Caesars Palace. By far my favorite of this group. So I've lost many dollars there. Eric, what's
0: I, the first thing you think of when you hear Caesars Palace?
1: Uh, Vegas. But I've never been there. I think of Zach Galifianakis.
0: Yeah, me too. I think it's Zach. That was a great line. The Caesar in, uh, in the hangover. Yeah. <laughs> is this, is this the actual oh. Caesar's? Palace?
2: Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go use your phone bank. <laughs> that's a great movie. I just love that movie. Um, all right. Next one up. Caesar Chavez famous Arizonan, famous, uh, civil rights labor leader. I
0: think he was born He's in, in Arizona. Arizonan. I didn't know that. Um, Yeah, yeah. he co-founded the National Farm Workers Association.
1: Uh, Mm -hmm. Changed. He's a great big deal in California. They have a day for him. Yeah, Yeah, I think. I mean, I think throughout the Southwest.
0: Yeah, the grape fields of uh, Imperial Valley, right? I I believe so, yeah.
2: So, big impact on definitely American history. Um, All right, ready? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Caesar salad.
0: Found it. Can can anybody tell me the the prime ingredient in Caesar dressing? You guys know? Is it vinaigrette? Or that's what it is. The the, the main flavor in Caesar dressing is anchovy paste. So a lot of people think they hate anchovies and they love Caesar salad come to find out, they go beautiful together. Um, mm-hmm. There's this restaurant named Durant's that we used to go to in Phoenix. Old school, old was a good restaurant restaurant. I know when it's gone now, which is really sad. Like like the main entrance took you through the kitchen, through the back door, mm-hmm. it was nice. But um, the first time I ate there, I ordered a Caesar salad and he said, would you like anchovies on the side? I said, I don't think so, but, but do I? And he says, yeah, you really do, it's delicious. Ever since then, anytime I get a Caesar salad, I ask if they can bring me some anchovies on the side and it's magic. I'm sure my breath is horrifying and I'm a nightmare to be with for the next six hours, but it makes that salad magical. So anyhow, pro tip, next time you get a Caesar salad, if there's any anchovies around, give it a stab. we Will do. I had no idea. Anyhow. So yeah, that's, that's, I think okay, about as much well. as we can possibly say about Caesar salad. I think we've, yeah, we've hit it. Um, yeah. I think we We've mined that for all it's worth.
1: <laughs> <So that laughs> Last means. up
2: for this group is Cesar Romano. So the, as Jeff and I were talking about before the show, he was the original Joker on the Batman TV series starring Adam West. Um, kind of, I think, set the set the stage for the live action Joker, especially Jack, Nickel, <coughs> Jack Nicholson. Um, the, the face makeup and everything was almost verbatim copy of what Cesar Romero was doing. So... And I noticed as I was doing the research on this, I mean, he was a prolific actor aside from that, but he, when he did the Joker role, he had this, you know, fine mustache. He kept the mustache. He just did the, <laughs> the grease paint over it. He's like, I'm not shaving. Like yeah, I'm not I'll shaving be your jo-
0: TV show. I'll be your no. Joker,
2: but I'm keeping the stash. Don't, I don't compromise. Yeah. yeah that's, Jake. that's, uh,
1: yeah. It wraps up the four seats. So, so we're on to seed 18 yeah all right
2: so this is uh, this one's got some non Caesar Caesars in it but they are all actual humans not appetizers or side dishes um, so let's get rolling first one Diocletian Ooh. Roman Emperor Diocletian he was a uh, he, he was right. He was two emperors before Constantine, I believe, right? He had a series of persecutions on the Christians.
1: Right around yeah. there. is
2: that accurate? Yeah.
1: That, that sounds, that sounds about right. And it's also the time that they were starting to uh, share, <clears throat> share the empire, right? So mm-hmm. he, uh, he ruled, Uh, in the east and then Maximian was ruling in the west and then they had two successors after them and then after them was Constantine Uh, and again they had kind of split the empire because they realized at this point again this is late third century so um, up until 305 was when he reigned and so that is um, about the time they realized hey this empire is too large to manage individually
0: yeah. So, so interesting um, thing. Um, I know this has nothing to do with our non Caesar Caesars, but we had a Caesar's palace, which of course the casino in Vegas, Diocletian's palace is where he ruled from. And that's in modern day Croatia. So
1: yeah. Yeah. Split, Cause he was from right? Dalmatia, which is in that, um, in that area. That's that region. Yeah. Dalmatia is where Croatia would be.
2: Mm-hmm. Which is interesting that that's where he ruled from. He didn't rule in Constantinople, which
1: was by far
2: was the bigger, more civilized city, well, so he speak, was, in the
1: East. He was the Western emperor. So he, oh no, sorry. He was the Eastern emperor. Um, yeah. So yeah, he would have ruled from there, but I mean, that's where he was from. He's probably happy to stay there. Um, which I get. I totally understand that. It's yeah. just odd that,
2: as emperor, you wouldn't go to the capital city, you know, so to speak, but I guess wherever you are
1: is the capital city. So, all right, next one. All right. So we're going to get our, Oh, no, not quite yet. 17 seed 17. Okay. Kaiser Wilhelm,
2: the first founder of the German empire. Uh, First Empire empire of France. Formed it in 1870, uh, won the Franco-Prussian War. Um, mainly under Otto von Bismarck did the Empire truly consolidate. Which who was his Chancellor? But um, Kaiser Wilhelm was the first uh, German Emperor and uh, very successful. I mean, he took Germany from a bunch of federated principalities and small kingdoms and unified them under one crown and. Got into
1: the empire game, started trying and to colonize. Faded France right away, which so is actually France, one of the ways yeah. that that he was able to consolidate a, mm-hmm. an empire under one language was that you have a common enemy and, and you fight that enemy and it it kind of coalesces mm-hmm. into now we have an empire. So, um, yeah, and it's interesting that Germany and Italy just about the same time that they were brand new countries. yeah. It was the first time that Germany was a unified country. And it was the first time, again, in 1870, 71, that Italy was unified as a single country called Italy. Right Mm -hmm. up until that point, it was, again, a bunch of small kingdoms and people states
2: still. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was the the last vestiges of the Holy Roman Empire. So that transition from the Holy Roman Empire, which was neither holy nor Roman nor an empire, into the German Empire, France, you know, and Spain, they kind of consolidate
1: them as all
0: separate nations. He succeeded his brother, Frederick William IV.
1: I did not know that. And then his son will be Uh, Wilhelm II, who will be the final German emperor. Yeah, the empire doesn't last long. It doesn't
2: doesn't have a lot of staying power, but Germany as a state, is you know, it exists because of Kaiser Wilhelm.
1: All right. So we're going to get our up, first matchup here. Constantine,
2: ooh, Emperor Constantine. So he was the one that made Christianity a the official. Did he make it the state religion, the official religion, or did he recognize it as an official religion? Um, but he gotta, was the first Christian
0: emperor, I believe. Yeah, and, and I, okay. He was Holy he had... Roman Emperor, right?
1: No, no. He, he was no. the... Uh, it started in 306. He reigned from three, 306 to 337. Um, moved the capital. <clears throat> moved the capital. Convoked the First Council of Nicaea, which gives us a Nicene Creed. Um, I don't think he made it the official religion of Rome. I don't remember
2: what was the battle where he converted, you know, he prayed and he saw a cross in the sky and, and then they won the day
1: and and that's when he converted. Under this sign, you shall, you shall conquer. Um, And that's where he saw not the cross, but it was the, uh, the Cairo, right? The PX, what we look at is the P Mm -hmm. PX.
2: Yeah.
1: All right. You ready for the next one? Yeah. All right. Let's do it. So this one's going to be a matchup, this one's going to be matched up against Diocletian. Ooh, good matchup here then. Trajan. Uh, He was a
2: builder. Trajan. He was in the second century AD. Uh, Definitely, what did he build around? Was it Trajan's wall? But he built like within rome itself he did Trajan's column that's what it was um and he built some or restored some aqueducts but i will Trigian's say this as forum before- market
1: yeah. um and then social welfare policies here we're outside of the the julio-claudian line right so he's not descended from julius caesar or caesar augustus this is part of the um the the nerva antonin dynasty
2: of which would have been Marcus Aurelius. He would have been yeah. part of that dynasty. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, next up is Tsar Peter the Great. He was the first Tsar of the Romanov dynasty to try to bring Russia out of the Dark Ages and Middle Ages into what we would consider the Renaissance and Enlightenment. Um, toured much of Europe to learn about the Renaissance Enlightenment, shipbuilding techniques, trade, um, industry, early forms of industrialization. Uh, At this time, Russia was still primarily a feudal and serfdom state, and he was trying to pull them into the modern ages. One of those maneuvers, as you mentioned, Eric, was he banned beards, he had a beard tax um, because the boyars, the, the Russian nobility all wore beards as part of their tradition. And so he required that they either shave off their beard or pay a tax. And they would pay a tax, and they get a little medallion that basically said, "You paid your beard tax for the year." <laughs> um, because he went to France and he saw everybody in France was clean shaven.
1: He's like, "Well, I want to be like them because that's what the the modern fashion is." So Russia is on the outside of a lot of these European territorial struggles and and battles and and the necessity to uh, innovate and push themselves forward, Russia doesn't have that drive um, in those early years. So it's kind of he has to push it along. You know, we're going to Westernize and something as simple as shaving off your beard to be more like the rest of Europe. It's kind of odd and interesting. Mm -hmm. So he'll be matched up against Cesar Romano. In that first (laughs) round. Two, Two wild cards. All right, last
2: matchup or the next matchup is going to be against Tsar Catherine the Great, who she married Peter the Great's, I think, grandson, Peter Third, And um, she's one of the, if not the longest, one of the longest serving emperors or monarchs of the Romanov dynasty. And she kind of took what Peter the Great started and, and pushed it into the next generation. Uh, she expanded the territory. She even even under her, uh, Russia uh, started colonizing in America, in Alaska and um, defeated Sweden in wars and um, built up the Russian military, especially their Navy. Uh, She took that modernization. She I think started a school for women, which was unheard of in Russia at that time. So she kind of took a lot of the reforms that Peter the Great did and, and pushed them along um in the
1: late 1700s and you can see by this time um again like you said late 1700s that they have taken on a lot of the very western fashions and styles and they're definitely trying to fit in with everyone else at that point
2: but they were still way way behind they still hadn't abolished serfdom you know they're they're economy is still primarily agrarian as opposed to industrial.
1: So they're gonna have that until nineteen twenty. I mean it's
2: yeah
1: it things certain things hang on for a long time in history in certain ways. She's gonna be matched up against Caesar salad in this first round. Ooh Ooh. tough tough that's a good one. Especially now that we know about anchovies.
0: And everybody loves Caesar salad. I I don't know. This could I they smell an upset brewing.
1: Could be All right, so our 12th seed. Titus. Titus. Not the comedian. He he reigns for a couple years uh, in the first century AD. He only lives to about 41. He completed the Colosseum, and then he also was involved. uh, So Mount Vesuvius exploded in 79 AD. There's the fire in Rome in 80 AD. And so along with completing the Colosseum, he had, I guess, is known for uh, his generosity in that he he stepped in to help both of those serious I guess events and 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 the suffering involved with both of those I mean it's like dealing with two major disasters within a year's time and he dealt with them with some aplomb I guess and uh but again he only reigned for two years uh he he sieged Jerusalem during that time as well so because oh, yeah, that's gonna did. be. I mean that's going to be when Rome, uh, that's Jerusalem temple, is destroyed. Right? So in the destruction of the temple, that's mm-hmm. going to be under Titus. All right. So my question is: before we do the next one,
2: we're in tier two. What, what 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 would this be if this is like an NCAA tournament, right? If if our mid majors were tier four, and kind of those outliers that had to do play-ins from the Pacific Northwest. What is this? Tier two.
1: This more like uh, our this this is going to be Ohio State's. This is. Yeah, this is going to be your big schools who focus on football. Okay. Okay.
0: Okay. That's, that they they
1: still put together a great right. basketball program, but not not a Duke.
0: So it's Notre Dame, it's Arizona State, it's Michigan. Yeah.
1: Right?
2: Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, next up is Hadrian. Ooh.
1: Builder of walls. Be- Build
0: that wall. Build that wall. <laughs>
2: So he famously built Hadrian's Wall in, uh, at the time, Roman Britain, separating Romanized Britain from the Picts in what we call modern day Scotland. Um, they were unable to complete the conquest of the island. So their best option was to build a wall and forget about everything north of it.
1: I and, mean, has uh, anyone ever really what, successfully they did. conquered the people from Scotland? I mean, you might have included no. them in your kingdom, but I mean, actually subjugated them fully. No, no. In fact, James
2: the uh, first, King James of England, was James the sixth of Scotland, and he was the first unified king of the United Kingdom. So, no, nobody's ever actually conquered Scotland as much as they may have tried. Longshanks um, tried. Good luck. He tried, but Mel Gibson said, "Not today." <laughs> <Right>. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, Hadrian is famous. I guess you could say for the ending the conquest of what we know as Britain, England today, and then building Hadrian's Wall.
1: Uh, he's gonna be matched uh, up against Caesar's uh, palace. Okay,
2: I like his chance. Tough ones. Yeah. Okay, next up is <clears throat> Vespasian.
1: So he, he rules for about 10 years in the middle of the first century. He reforms the financial system in Rome, also has a campaign against Judea, um, he begins um, the construction of the Colosseum. And so he does a lot of projects inside Rome. But he ruled for 27 years, which is something. Better He's going to be matched up against Caesar Milan, though.
2: Ah, uh, okay.
1: So he might get whispered down early. <laughs> Next
2: up is Lucius Septimus Severus. Or we're just going to say Septimus Severus. Uh, First emperor. So he became emperor, I believe, after Commodus, who is Marcus Aurelius's son, as we all know from Gladiator. Um, He became emperor after Commodus died. He was the first emperor from Africa, which is interesting because back then, especially in the Roman Empire, people didn't really look at distinctions like, are you... White or black or brown or from Europe or Africa or Asia, they looked at distinctions. Are you Roman or are you not Roman? And that's what people cared about. Um, and so, him being the first African emperor was—I mean, it is a distinction, but it's not the distinction that we would think of today as when Obama became the first black president. If you know, if we have a modern-day comparison, so it was just interesting. But he was a great general in his own right. Um, Expanded the empire at the time. And I don't think he ruled for very long, but after the reign of Commodus, he kind of brought some stability back to the empire.
1: He ruled for 18 years. Okay. <clears throat> and he died in England. Oh, did he? Yeah, he was up there oh, on campaign. reoccupying the Antonin Wall and Hadrian's Wall. He invaded caledonia scotland and then uh he got sick and died in england or in near what is now today york all right next up so that's our our first round is filled it's full full up so now we're moving into those who have a buy our top eight
2: i don't feel like this one should have a buy but he
0: gets it caligula why do you say caligula doesn't deserve a buy i mean he's He's more notorious than great. Is that where you're going with this? Exactly.
2: Yeah. I mean,
0: there's a, I mean, tried to begin,
2: tried to get his horse named consul, um, which is at the time like the second most important position in ancient Rome Um, did get him appointed a priest. So good for the horse. Uh, He only ruled for four years. Uh, I mean, he's just, just, he's kind of messed up all around. He named his, um, Uncle Claudius, a consul, then tormented him, uh, playing practical jokes on him and and bringing him to the Senate and humiliating him. Uh, He created two party barges, which were basically just floating palaces in which he did all sorts of drunken orgies and other sorts of things. Um, So booze cruise. It was booze cruise, yeah. (laughs) They said the first six months of his reign were awesome, but three of those months it was like a 100 days of feasting and celebration and games so yeah that's going to be a great great time but then after that uh he got ill and then it says after he
0: recovered from his illness he was just never the same guy um yeah it said after that people. people focused on his his cruelty sadism extravagance and sexual perversion so yeah. that remained solid 6 months big drop off
1: <laughs> yeah i expanded the power of the emperor
2: he built a, a bridge across a bay um, and rode his horse with, of with pontoons like platoon and boats and like um he did the same thing and rode his horse across it for like two days straight just to prove that he could. And, um so he's just like I, I mean his his reign was only four years and it was so bad that the Senate tried to erase all memory of him. That's how bad he was. They're like, yeah, this four years didn't happen. You know, we didn't. <laughs> We were on vacation for four years. Sorry. So I don't think he deserves a buy. That's the whole point. As popular as well known as he is. All right. Next up.
1: Nero. Played the fiddle while Rome burned. Known particularly for his uh, torture and execution of many Christians. And other groups in Rome.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. Tried to uh, pin the fire on them. Yeah. Um, although some believe that he said it himself so he could build a palace you know, in the ruins, kind of clear out the old houses and build his own. But he, he ruled uh, for
1: almost 14 years. Yeah. I, you know, one of the things that I guess you could say is a positive thing. Well, he ruled for 14 years and he died at 30. So he, he was ruling at the age of 16, which that can kind of mess you up. And, and he, he killed his apologies. brother.
2: Did lead a successful expedition to uh, explore the Nile. Um, he was the last of the Julio-Claudian dynasty. So Julius Caesar and Augustus, um, he was the last of that dynasty. Um, you know, and it said the first five years of his, of his rule were actually pretty good. But once he forced his mom out um, and then she died, he just kind of went downhill because she tried to rule the empire through him. And, and then when he forced her out, that's when everything took off. Um, and it said when he died, I thought this was interesting, um, that he woke up, because they were gonna put um, Galba, <laughs> they're gonna make Galba the emperor. And so the Senate had like declared him public enemy. He's in the palace, he's about to flee. And then he goes back to the palace and he wakes up in the middle of the night and his guard is gone. And so then he like calls for people to somebody like a gladiator or anybody to come kill him and nobody answers and he goes i have no friends or enemies and like <laughs> and when he finally kills himself he either makes his secretary do it or he does it himself it's unclear which happened and he goes what an artist dies in me like he thought he was just like this great like artist and poet
0: and stageman, and i don't know he's just he was the deluded deluded man So there's a lot of speculation that the Great Fire of Rome, which obviously he is famous for supposedly having fiddled during the fire, uh, there's speculation that he built there that he set the fire himself in an effort to clear room to build a new palace. He wanted to build a new palace there, couldn't really get it through the the zoning board, so he had a plan. (laughs) Yeah. But then I also
2: saw that he, uh, after the fire, he helped pay for some of the damages out of his own treasury and opened up his palaces to house these newly homeless um, and the aftermath. it It was kind of weird, like this cold cruelty, but then on this other side, he had this, I don't know if benevolence or compassion is the right word, but it's an interesting dichotomy between the two sides.
0: Yeah, and it was also – it gave way to some of the first building codes for safety in that buildings were made out of brick after that. They were spaced out to prevent the fire raging through like that. So,
1: You can't even go in there and just tear down the Coliseum anymore build something new. It's just a bunch of permits, and it's just a headache.
0: Yeah. Where are we supposed to yep. put a Starbucks?
1: Come on. Right.
2: <laughs> oh. All right. Now we're in the one seeds. We're in our Dukes, North Carolina, right. Kentucky's, right? The Kansas. Yeah. The blue yeah. bloods. All right. Here we go. First one up. Caesar Augustus.
0: That's the first, big one.
2: The first Roman emperor. Um, he was the great nephew of Julius Caesar and uh, consolidated power after Julius Caesar was killed and became Imperator, which I thought was interesting as I was researching this, was that Imperator means like victorious commander. And so it was generally ascribed to generals after a great victory They'd say, oh, Imperator. It wasn't like a title that we think of was like emperor today until Caesar Augustus took it as part of his name. Um, I mean, he had a long reign You know, he campaigned in the Eastern provinces, defeated Mark Antony and Cleopatra, consolidated that, uh, consolidated the rule over Spain, Gaul, North Africa. Um, And he was the first one to kind of take and control provinces directly, whereas before then, the Senate administrated the provinces. And so he was the first one to say, no, this is now mine and mine and mine. And he had all these legions where the Senate only had a few And that's kind of how it finally went from republic to empire was that that transition under Augustus.
0: Imperator is a great word.
2: It really is. Yeah. And now that I know more about it, it's an even better word. Um, Bring it back. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it it is interesting is that he didn't do most, most of the fighting or leading as a general. I believe it was Agrippa was his favorite general who led to most of his military victories um, against, especially Mark Antony, who was considered a superior general and um, and Caesar. I guess what made Augustus great is that he knew he wasn't a good general. He knew he wasn't a good fighter, but he knew who he was and that's who he sent off to do the fighting for him. Um, and I think that's a, what probably made him such a good effort was he knew what his strengths were and what they weren't. And uh, and that's
0: why he was, I mean, he was Augustus. When we spin this podcast off into a speed metal band, can we call it Imperator? Yes, uh-huh. definitely. Done. Yeah. All right, awesome, <laughs> thank you.
2: <clears throat> All right, um, next up? Yep, seat five.
0: Julius Caesar. Boom! That just happened. Yep. Who was I'd not actually him. in a Yeah. Idiots. What <laughs> have you done. They're just gonna, you're just going to you're just going to make him mad. You know, you're gonna make yeah, You're going to make him mad. Now he's playing with
2: a chip on his shoulder. You yeah, don't want that an
0: angry Julius Caesar.
2: What have you done? Yeah. Just ask the ask the Gauls how that worked out for them. So
1: <laughs> Not not well is what I hear. Yeah, so he um yeah, he is a well-known Roman general, fought in the Gallic Wars, which were fought in France against the Gauls, wrote a book about it. Uh, everyone in Rome loved him, loved him so much that the Senate thought maybe too much, so they took his command. And in response, he marched back to Rome, crosses the Rubicon, uh, right before he he says the die is cast, goes into Rome and makes himself dictator for life. Yep. Um, which again, he's not emperor, but basically he's he's acting emperor at that point. Which um, at the
2: time dictator meant was a like, person that, it was a, it was assigned to somebody in a time of great crisis. Like yeah, for we're a being year. attacked, we need somebody to control the armies so that we can go yeah. propel this invasion. And it it wasn't like a what year. we think of as, yeah, it was a set for a term. <clears throat> And then you would release your. He, would, he, had,
1: he had two you consoles. And mm-hmm. one would be assigned as dictator, right? Yeah. And so, Cincinnatus, another one on our list, was a dictator. And then at the end of the year, gave his power back. And so Julius Caesar, um, Caesar is his cognomen, which means nickname. Uh, and I guess one reading I have of it is it means Harry. So, but there's a couple others that that they believe might be the case. So and then he will be on the Ides of March 15th of March 44 BC will be poked to death by members of the Senate.
2: Yes, he was stabbed 23 times most famously by his friend Brutus and he said et to Brutus and and then he died. And it was all funny right because they hilarious killed him trying to save the republic a laugh. Everybody had a laugh <laughs> Just they killed LOL. trying to, s- tried to save the Republic. Right. And then, and like Brutus ran out into the streets. They're like, we've saved the public and everyone's free. And everybody kind of like shut their windows and doors. And like, Yeah, <laughs> like, we're not, we're we not know Canada what happens that. next. So part of Augustus's original campaign with Mark Anthony, who is Caesar's Lieutenant basically was to go find the people that killed Julius Caesar. And, um, uh, and kill them, and and raise raise a punitive campaign against them. But uh, yeah, Julius Caesar, man. I mean, without him, we wouldn't even be having this discussion. So, um, here we go. And he's our five Yeah, way too low. But
0: he's a Caesarist. I mean, yeah, the most Caesar. the Caesarist of the Caesars. Yeah, the mostest yeah. Caesar. All right, next up is. Cincinnati
2: to Eric, you just mentioned briefly the Calvin Coolidge of ancient Rome. Do you want to take off or you
1: want me to go? Can uh, you, go? you can, you can go. Um, okay. You know, I mean, he's, he's known as a reformer in the early Roman Republic uh, well before 519 um, to 430 BC. Yeah. So he, time. he's well before the empire, but he was dictator yeah. twice. Uh, he was named dictator and given command of, of Rome for a year.
2: Not and here's the thing, is he was first dictator in 458 BC. They said, cause they were being attacked by the, I'll probably pronounce it wrong, the Aquai the tribe in Italy. And they they, they were besieging a Roman army. And, and so then the Senate's like, hey, Cincinnatus. they went to his farm. He's like, hey, what's going on? They're like, uh, we need your help, man. Go put on your Senate robe. <laughs> and he's like, and so he does, he go puts on his Senate toga. And they said, you're dictator, let's go. And he goes, okay. And so he, he, this Roman army is being besieged. And so what he does is he gets every able-bodied man and they take stakes and go surround the besiegers and besiege them and with all these stakes. And instead of crushing the Aqua tribe or the Aqua tribe they negotiate their surrender. And then he gives up his dictatorship after 15 days and the second time he dictator he gives it up after twenty-one days. So he's like, he accomplishes his thing. And he's like, I'm gonna go back to the farm. Both times, he just goes back to the farm, and and, and he, he lives kind of to be like almost mythical.
1: He lives to be like ninety years old. So obviously, yeah. his way of doing things is better than Nero, who dies at thirty. That that kind of virtue that that appears in Rome of of the uh, the person who is willing to give back uh, power. To be humble and not to hoard for themselves. Um, <clears throat> it's kind of no wonder that George Washington and a number of other founders Obviously. who fought in the Revolution formed this order of Order of the Cincinnatus, where they kind of you know relish in what they had done during the Revolution. What's odd about that is this American Order of the Cincinnatus was passed down from father to son. you know, to sons who had not participated, right? So it's not really in the vein or the, in the spirit of Cincinnati.
2: Okay. All right, next up is our three seed, Tiberius. Ever after Augustus, I think he was an adopted son of Augustus and he was the grandson of Mark Antony and Octavia Minor. He was a... I mean, he was a general. Um, he reigned for twenty two yeah, years. He was a very good general. Yeah, and it said he like tried to retire from politics in six BC, much to Augustus's chagrin. And then he was kind of forced back into public life, and he was forced to divorce his wife, who he was very happy with, and marry Augustus's daughter and Octavia, who was not happy with. And like it sounded like he was a really good man and a really good general. And then he became emperor and everything kind of went downhill from there. Um, He didn't want, whereas Gustus was actively involved in every aspect of the empire and and the administration of it, Tiberius is basically like, yeah, Senate, just do your thing and I'll, I don't know, just kind of sit here and not do anything. Um, And then he kind of became more paranoid as time went on and, and started doing purges and things of that nature. So he started out as a great man, great general, and then became a bad emperor.
1: which is seems to be a, a not uncommon thread. <clears throat> yeah, a running theme. Again, those lead those lead pipes that that lead based water system, yeah must be doing something. All right. All right, so to our final two, we have
2: Claudius took over after Nero, was largely a competent emperor, um, restored some stability to the empire after Nero. His, I'm sorry, he was the grandson of Mark Antony and Octavia Minor. He did adopt the name Caesar and Augustus. He was the first emperor declared as such by the Praetorians. So prior to this, the emperors were declared by the Senate and this is the first in the Praetorians. The personal guard within Rome, the city of Rome itself, uh, declared an emperor, and then the Praetorians made that a habit
1: um, later on throughout the empire. So, so the Senate kind of lost power here. Yeah,
2: yeah, they did, and it was funny because he was he he would like hid. Because he's like, oh, God, they're gonna kill me too, because I'm the consul with Caligula, and and then like he's hiding, and then a Praetorian found him. He's like, hey, you're the princeps, you're the emperor now, and he's like, oh, okay. And then the Senate's like, no, 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 he's got to come down here, and uh, we've got to confirm it. And the Praetorians are like, yeah, and he's not coming down there. He's he's fine right here with us. And that was the first time where the Senate was truly left out of the decision of who would be the emperor. And eventually they conceded, but. Uh, he started the conquest of Britain in earnest prior to that Caesar had done an ex, Julius Caesar done an expedition, but this was the first true, like establishing a settlement and colony and beginning the conquest of Britain. Um, but largely he he also took it, uh, brought Thrace, Lycia, Judea under annexation or direct rule. He was more of a philosopher and he was more of a scholar than he was a warrior. He wasn't really uh, interested in martial Stuff at all. He was um, frequently adjudicated cases. Um, that was more of his vein as an emperor.
1: It's curious that maybe some of these emperors, who seen what you know, all of the emperors before them had done and had failed, that none of them thought, "Hey, maybe we should just really hand this back to the Senate." Yeah, it's it's just power is intoxicating. It is. It is. I get that, but Cincinnati has handed it back. He did, you know, so, so that but at that virtue, time,
2: yeah, Rome didn't even control all of Italy. So it's a little bit different. Yeah. Um, All right. Next up our one seed, correct? Yep. Marcus
0: Aurelius. Ooh, yep. I mean, we've all seen gladiator. I don't know you need to talk. It, about it's not but. Julius Caesar, but this is still a solid one seed. So, yeah. He was more
2: philosopher than emperor. Honestly, he was, didn't really do any military training, although he was a big fan of boxing and wrestling um, as a youth. But he he is a philosopher. I mean, most of his time as a child and even in early adulthood was spent studying and and uh, studying Stoic philosophy. And he was trained under Antonius Pius, who was emperor for twenty years. And he never went to the provinces. He never went on the campaigns until he actually became emperor. Um, but he is listed as one of Rome's five good emperors. And um, I think around his the end of his
1: reign was the end of the Pax Romana, the Roman peace. Right. And and, um, and his his reign for 19 years was marked by quite a bit of war. You know, mm-hmm. there's campaigns all over during his reign. Uh, even if he wasn't that general, that military leader himself, you know, he was authorizing this these movements.
2: Well, he defeated the Parthians
1: who had long been a hated rival of Rome.
2: um, Reconquering Armenia, he pushed against the Germans, um, capturing more territory, including modern-day Hungary, Czechoslovakia. I mean, he he was a great emperor. He did a great job in military campaigns, but that wasn't his desire. He would much rather just been a philosopher. And, And a lot of his letters and writings talk about that, how he chafed at palace life and the empire and, you know, he would have rather have worn a rough Greek cloak and
0: studied. Also in kind of a, uh, an echo of what we're dealing with today, he had to deal with the Antonine Plague in 65 yeah. or 66 and that caused the deaths of up to 5 million people. That is a massive percentage of Roman citizens. Yeah.
2: And at that time, interestingly enough. He was engaged in trade agreements with the Han China empire, the Han kingdom in China, and um, Southeast Asia, Vietnam, and India, and not just land routes, but ocean-going vessels as well. So I don't know if they were cutting across where the Suez Canal would be now, but I mean, they were engaged in China with, uh, were engaged in trade with China and, and much of the Eastern
1: Asian continent. So, yeah, all
2: right. it was something else.
1: Well, we've all got right, those are our- we've got a full bracket now. And um yeah. are we ready to, to roll through this first round? It's just gonna be eight matchups. Okay. Um
0: it, it's eight matchups, and our one
1: through eight seeds are not competing today. Is that correct? Right. They they get the the night off. So
0: all right. So that gets us to our uh, our first matchup starting at the top and going to the bottom. Uh, When you guys are ready, we've got Kaiser Wilhelm I against Constantine. Let's do it. Um, In an effort to uh, to, to move this along, uh, we have a series of questions. Um, This first one is so straightforward. We're only going to ask it once. It is very much who would win a fight, Mighty Mouse or Batman. I don't know. Batman's a real guy. Mighty Mouse is a cartoon. It's hard to tell. But let's start with that. Who would win in a fight? Jake, let's start with you. Kaiser Wilhelm I or Constantine? Constantine.
2: Yeah.
1: I, He's not the I best mean, color so man in the We're not talking forever. about a battle. Right. We're talking about a fight. <laughs> right? Yes. Then, mono on then, mono. Put up your dukes. Then it's going to be gonna Constantine easily yeah so did, did are, are we doing best of three or is it just the one question and
0: well we're going to go through a few questions they're not all necessarily who would win who's taller who's cuter um but the second question <laughs> totally will help, man, men if it's cuter <laughs> yeah um the second question we're going to go uh describe each of these men to a
1: child eric how would you describe each of these men to a child uh <laughs> Well, Kaiser has a has a great mustache, really, like right out, you know. Um, and a, probably wearing the pointy helmet. Okay. Uh that's a that's a great visual. Outstanding. Constantine almost certainly has curly hair and uh will conquer under this sign. So is it kind of a
0: sideshow bob or more of like a uh Sam Jackson
1: and Pulp Fiction? What are we looking at here for curly hair? Well, I think the curls are as large as sideshow bobs, but they're or they, they have that, the large curl in them, but they're short, right? His hair is cut short. Honestly, I don't have a picture of him, so. All right,
0: Jake, uh, how would you describe these two men to a child? Okay, Wilhelm is like Santa
2: Claus, but angrier. <laughs> He's got this big Angry mustache. Uh, and instead of giving out presents to everybody, he takes everyone else's stuff. So... He says, you're now with me. You're now with me. You're now with me. You guys I'm going to beat you up later. So he's like I'll a say bizarre Santa.
1: We'll take you too. Yeah,
2: that's ours now. And then Constantine is he's this really rich guy lives in this really, really nice house but he doesn't like this house because he sees the house over there and that's older. It's got nicer bathrooms um, all marble kitchen he says i'm gonna move to that house i'm gonna keep this house just in case but i'm gonna move to that house so he's that guy that Um, wants the he's he he has the toy but he also wants the nicer toy that you have
0: okay judging mainly on eric's initial description with the curly mustache and the pointy helmet i think we're going to give that round of questioning to kaiser wilhelm okay that's a that, that's a visual that that every kid's gonna enjoy. Um, so we're at one one. Yeah, we yeah. are. So heated um, battle. All right, we're gonna this this last one is a straight up and down question. Who was wealthier, Eric? Let's start with you
1: on this one. Constantine was wealthier by far. Yeah, I don't even think it's close. Okay. I, I mean, in, in, I mean, in Wilhelm 2021 the... U.S. dollars, Constantine. <laughs> I,
2: I, I don't even think Wilhelm was the richest emperor in Europe at the time. He was probably third out of three. So, yeah, Constantine far and away has to be the richest.
1: Yeah. All right. So Constantine's Constantine, going to take
0: it. Uh, yeah. And, you know, in our closest matchup of seeds, this is a 16 versus a 17. Uh, even in Vegas, this could have gone either way. This is a coin flip. So uh, Constantine moves on. Got Marcus um, previous Aurelius. Second round. Yeah. And he's I'll tell gonna, you this. I think the right guy went on.
2: I think the right guy went forward.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to argue. I mean, some of those questions are silly, but uh anyhow. Um, unfortunately for him, he just earned a date with Marcus Aurelius. So that that uh <laughs> that's good luck, Constantine. You know, it's it's not, it's crazier things have happened. 16 seeds win once in a while. So all right, our next round we've got uh Septimus Severus versus Kaiser Roll.
2: I cannot wait for these questions
0: because. Okay, I'm going to go. uh, Let's start, uh, Eric. Which is better? Which was better for society at large? The Kaiser Roll, which is literally fed. Hundreds of millions of people serving. How many sandwiches? How many business lunches? How many father-son talks? How many daddy-daughter dates?
1: Come on. I, I mean, you're not even giving me the choice. Kaiser Roll takes it. Nobody saw answer? that
0: coming. Well, yeah. I mean... No.
2: I I mean, the Kaiser Roll is... Yeah. Its impact is way bigger than...
0: Septimus had no <laughs> no better... So, So right rate. now...
2: Kaiser roll came out real strong in the first half of this game and just laid the wood to Septimus. Here. Hey,
1: don't, don't listen. Everybody who's in the tournament is here for a reason.
0: They've earned it. They've earned the right. Don't. Yeah. It's all about getting to the tournament. Anything can happen in the tournament. Yeah. Okay. That's why they play the games. All right. Uh, next question. So Kaiser roll easily took the first question. Next and one. Loyola. Who would make a better babysitter? <laughs> a Kaiser roll or Septimus Severus?
1: Are you, that's for Jake um, to answer?
0: Is yeah, yeah, let's start right. with Jake. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what wait, wait, wait. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Every parent has at least thought about... I'm not going to be gone long. I'm not going to be gone long. Just I here's a bowl on, of food. Yeah, I put on Princess and the Frog, I leave some Cheerios, I'm back in a half hour. I've got this. Substitute a Kaiser roll for Cheerios, it's not that crazy. Versus, do you really want Septimus Severus watching your kids, Eric? Have you thought this out? (laughs) I mean, granted, I'm I'm pushing for a major upset here. I just want to really make sure we're thinking about
1: this. The language barrier might be an issue.
2: Well, the Kaiser roll can't speak, so I don't know how that's an issue. And I guess, God, oh, on a technical, I'm going to have to take a human if I'm doing a date night with my wife. I'm going to be gone for a few hours. I should probably have a human watching my kids and not a
0: bro- bread roll. That's so. I'm going to go Septimus Severus. But okay, but but keep in mind the human that you're talking about. Just saying. I know drug. Drunk with power and a completely irrational opinion of himself. Is he going to be there when you get home? I don't know. I don't know. Who's going to watch your kids, Eric? The the Kaiser role, or the ancient Roman emperor?
1: Well, I I think you do have to err on the side of a human. General. Can I
2: change my answer?
1: Depends on how. (laughs) Of course. If if you want. Well, so I. The, the first question to me went to Kaiser Roll. So it's 1-0. So okay. we're looking at the second question. And, and I think that went to Jake. So Jake, you, what are you going with?
2: You know what? I trust my daughter with the bread roll more than I would trust Septimus Severus with my children. I'm going to go Kaiser Roll and I feel better about
1: that. So, I mean, that's yeah. best of three right there. Like...
0: Well, that's, uh, unless you disagree. I mean, if if the second question becomes a wash between you two, then we're going to go to a third question. But uh, Eric, do you feel strongly otherwise that that Septimus Severus should watch your kids over a Kaiser (laughs) roll? I love this line of questioning, just for the record. This is, this is, this is what I really think. Yeah, it does. This is
2: definitely going to be a short YouTube shorts right here.
1: (laughs) Let's uh, let's let's just play this out. I'm gonna go with the human. Ah, uh, and let's see what the third question you is. Don't tr- you don't. You'd rather have.
2: You don't trust <laughs> your daughter with some bread.
1: Well, no, it's not that I don't trust her with the bread.
2: No, but I'm just it's, saying, your daughter is at an age now where you can probably leave her alone and say, "Hey, if the kids get hungry, here's a Kaiser roll," and as opposed to bringing in a bloodthirsty murderer. What makes him bloodthirsty? Because that's what he was. Yeah, history? Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, but he... No, I'm sticking with it. I'm sticking strong. Kaiser roll, I'd rather have a Kaiser roll with my
1: kid. All right, let's go with Kaiser and roll. Man. Let's see how far that thing can roll.
0: All right, hey, oh! the Kaiser, roll, the Kaiser roll advances. This is a major well, upset. Good we luck against 20- Caligula,
1: unless you're bringing the same <laughs> question to that one.
0: A 24 seed. This is the lowest seeded entry in the tournament. Just took out a nine seed. Yeah. Hey, it happens every year. It happens every I, year in the NCAA. I'm shocked. I'm excited. That was a great matchup. That was a lot of fun. All right, next. We got a 21 versus a 12. We got Cesar Chavez versus Titus. Um, Jake, I'm going to start with you. Between Caesar Chavez and Titus, who would make a better business partner? Well, do I want
2: profits or I want workers happy?
1: Because <laughs> Listen, that's... you take care of your people and they'll take care of you.
2: <laughs> well, Eric, help me out. Cause I, like I said, I didn't research Titus much. Um, in general, but he was a pretty good emperor for the two, right? He was the one for two years, right?
1: Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. Uh, finished the Colosseum. he did a lot of great work with mount vesuvius and with the fire in rome in 80 um helping people out yeah uh you know he destroyed the second temple
2: you know i don't, I don't like that i'm gonna go caesar chavez i don't like that he destroyed <laughs> jerusalem in the second temple that bothers me on a personal level i don't know if i could be his partner after that so yeah caesar chavez
0: Okay, so Jake's going with Chavez, Eric, what do you think? You going with the uh, with with the socialist uh, champion of labor or
1: I like someone that can get with... some jobs done and take care of some disasters. So I'm gonna go with Titus. So it's a push. on that. All right, question one is a push. Um, we're
0: going to question two. Who would tell a better ghost story? Eric? Would that be <laughs> Caesar Chavez or Titus?
1: A Titus easily. I, I, I have no reason to believe that for any reason. I mean, well, the guy destroyed a the temple. Disaster.
2: Vesuvius. Yeah. He destroyed a temple. He dealt with Vesuvius and a fire in Rome. He's probably yeah. got stories that he can yeah. tell.
1: Caesar Chavez is like, well, the grapes went bad. It's like, that's not a ghost story. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, Titus. I Titus takes that one.
0: Okay. So Titus got the edge. Titus got uh, one and a half to a half going into the last question. Um, I'm going to go to a classic, who would win in a fight, Titus or Cesar Chavez? And just for the record, we have asked this question before. This question's too awesome not to, it's going to, you're going to see it again. This isn't the last time. Jake, who's going to win in a fight, Titus or Cesar Chavez?
2: Huh. I mean, my natural inclination is ancient Roman emperor. But not every ancient Roman emperor was a fighter. And I don't know if Titus was. Did he have an extensive military background, Eric, that you know of?
1: Uh, he had some <clears throat> some dealings in the military, uh, the military arts at least.
0: Oddly enough. The military problem. arts.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, Oddly he enough. probably studied tactics or something, it looks like. Eh, Wikipedia does not
0: have height and weight listed for Cesar chavez so i can't tell you <laughs> how big this man is apparently uh i guess wikipedia doesn't know everything so yeah, you know what gonna i'm gonna, gonna he go finished the Colise-
2: he finished the coliseum
0: right yeah that titus all right all right that's it uh titus 12 seed takes out uh caesar chavez
1: um and he's got julius caesar with a chip on his shoulder up next yeah, and he's got really a really set Julius Caesar. That's a wrecking
0: crew waiting to happen. Okay. All right, next, um this is a matchup we've all been looking forward to ever since the bracket was put together. We've all circled this one. A 13 versus a 20. We've got Tsar okay. Catherine versus Caesar Salad. <laughs> um Eric, I'm going to start with you and and this is a tough question because I don't know how you quantify the wealth of caesar salad this is all caesar salads. this isn't the caesar salad but um eric who is wealthier
1: i mean that's
2: I'm, i love that we're actually debating with the salad and not the guy that
1: invented it well he's not wealthier than Zara catherine yeah, there's no, no way cuz he probably but, sold it for like 20 bucks and just forgot about it, you know. It's uh, not chef
0: Jean-Luc from from such and such restaurant. This is Caesar salad. Yeah. Eric. Who's wealthier? Caesar salad I think, or I think he's doing some impromptu oh Wait, wait, hold on, right hold on.
1: Are you asking how much money they have made in total or who has the most wealth?
0: Well, it's a tough question because Caesar salad is a recipe and it's very abstract. Um, in my mind, what's the gross domestic product of all Caesar salads ever sold versus what is the wealth? Well, that's, of...
1: Then it's Caesar salad. I mean, she, she lived for, she reigned for like 34 years or whatever. Uh, she's got nothing on Caesar salad. That's been around for. Almost a hundred. Yeah. And, and not to mention, you know, well beyond one nation, so. Okay, Caesar so based
0: on that, which- Does it bother you that Caesar salad is
1: wealthier, Eric? Is that why you're- <laughs> No, it's fine. We'll see what these next questions, I, I, if Caesar salad goes on, they go on. I love an underdog story. So Caesar salad, it is.
0: Uh Jake, would you like to chime in on who's richer? Catherine or Caesar no, I, salad? No, I agree, Caesar salad. Okay. Okay. Caesar's got the first one. The second question I think is going to help out uh, Catherine a little bit. Jake, let's start with you. Who would you like to slow dance with?
1: (laughs) Caesar salad. (laughs) Are there anchovies? Uh,
0: At this restaurant, probably Uh, not.
1: Probably not.
0: uh, I mean,
2: yeah, obviously, Catherine the Great. I wouldn't want to be that weirdo dancing in my salad on the middle of the dance floor. It's not a good
1: look for anyone. Catherine the Great, definitely. Yeah, well, Eric, no, we're, just, been, we're tied up at this point. Eric's okay, <laughs> okay. not, not going to weigh in. That's a no, no vote from Eric. No, it's okay. not a no vote. I'm voting for Catherine there, so we're all tied up. Okay,
0: one to one. Okay, um, it's coming down to the wire. It's going to come down to this question, and it's a wild question. Which of these fits better into the lyrics of a rap song? Caesar salad or Catherine the great Eric, let's start with you on this one.
1: So there's a a particular type of rap song that, that adores wealth and money and power, which I think uh, Catherine probably accrued. I know we said Caesar salad has made more money, but I think she's going to wear more bling. She's going to have more gold. She's going to wear the wealth better than the Caesar salad would.
2: She didn't get the title
1: "the great" for nothing. No, she didn't. So she earned it. I I think she fits into a rap song better than Caesar salad.
0: Agreed. Jake, what are your thoughts? Agreed. Yeah, I I, I I agree. I I
1: almost think
2: I think a rapper would be ashamed to throw Caesar salad into his song. You know, I don't. I don't think it's rap worthy. So yeah, Catherine the Great.
0: I wouldn't call him. myself a rap aficionado. I've never heard Caesar Salad mentioned in a rap. I've. We've probably heard Catherine the Great. Mm-hmm. The word "great" <laughs> rhymes with a lot more than the word "salad." Also, <laughs> so just yeah. saying, there are reasons. So Is Catherine, our Catherine great, takes it. She beats yeah, a- Catherine
2: takes it. A tough competition, though tough fight against Caesar. No, it, salad. and
0: it was the first of the non Caesar Caesars that we came up with. It was the easiest one. What comes to yeah. mind when we're talking about Caesars that weren't Caesars? It's Caesar salad. So hey, it was a good job. So. It didn't just it didn't go out like a punk. I mean yeah. that that actually went pretty well. So, all right, um, Czar Catherine has a date with uh, Cincinnati in the second round. That gets us down to a 14 seed versus a 19 seed. Caesar Romano, the dog whisperer, versus—that's no, not the dog whisperer. Oh, you're right. That's Caesar uh, Milan. Okay, Caesar Romano. Oh, the the actor. Yes, uh, Batman from the TV show. Caesar Romano, Batman, a surprisingly g- uh, raw Joker. Pardon me, a surprisingly good Joker versus Czar Peter. Um, Eric, let's start with you. Who would you rather have redecorate your home, Caesar Romano? He probably lives in Hollywood. Um, he sees all the the latest and greatest trends. Uh, he's been in all the finest Hollywood homes, all the producers, directors, the big money, or ZAR Peter, who lives in a palace. I mean. This, this maybe comes down to more to personal taste than anything
1: else. <clears throat> yeah, I'm not sure I'd be all excited about the uh, mid-century modern decorating that Caesar Romano would bring. I do like palaces, especially ones that are adorned in gold. But Tsar Peter is going to be decorating for winter, and that's not something I deal a lot with. So... I might just go with Cesar Romano here. Noted.
0: Jake, what are your thoughts? Who's gonna decorate? uh, You guys just moved into a beautiful new house in in Utah and it needs a little work. Who are you gonna call? Hmm. Well, now that you put it that
2: way, because I was leaning in Cesar Romano real heavily, but my house is a bit older, uh, not 1600s older, but it's a bit older. And it might do well with a little bit older decoration, as opposed to Caesar Romano, as Eric said, be the more mid-century modern. And yeah, it, it, I might go Peter the Great. I think his decorating style would suit my house a little bit better.
0: Uh, I I thought you were going to go that way. You you seem a Peter the great guy to me. So um, okay, so that first question's a tie. Uh, Jake, let's start with you on the next one. Which would you rather have as a middle name? You going with Romano or you going with Peter? Because because I think Caesar's out of there. Let, let's 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 cross out Caesar and let's cross out Czar. Um, do you want the middle name? And it's not your middle name. Let's go with your son's middle name. Your first born son. Is his middle name Romano or is his middle name Peter? Jake, you Romano, start. Romano. Yeah. Now that I'm audibly saying it in my head and
2: yeah, Romano sounds better with the rest of his name. So, and I'm sorry, wife, if you disagree with me, but that's where I'm at with this. Um, it's
0: Romano. So, all right, Eric, I was uh, there. I saw your oldest born, your first born in the hospital. Uh, if you could go back and do it over and so, rename his middle name, what would well, that be?
1: My daughter's middle name. Would I be going with a feminine version of these?
0: Answer the question as you wish. That's a That's a nice little curveball. I like what
1: you're doing there. What's a feminine of Peter? Patricia. Pat, no, there we go. Patty. Petra. Patty. Petra. I, I I would probably just say I. As as fun as Romano sounds in any of my kids' names. Uh, that wouldn't be my style. It would be Peter, or or okay. a variation of Peter.
0: So we're we're split on on the first two questions down the middle. Um it's gonna it's coming down to the wire here. Nail biter. We're going to overtime. All right. Eric, we're gonna start with you on this one. Most likely to be exposed on TMZ. <laughs> Is that Cesar Romano? <laughs> Lives in Hollywood. I mean, TMZ's looking for him or Peter the Great. Um, everybody loves a good takedown of the Royals. Uh, look at just, uh, Harry and Megan. It's, it's, this is a tough one. Eric, what do you got here?
2: And Peter, the great famously tried to tour Europe in disguise. So he ah. was just begging to get paparazzoed. Yeah, it's, that's it's right. Peter. I, yeah, I don't, I don't think. And the thing is he was a tall gangly man trying to be in disguise. So he was like the easiest thing to pick out in a
1: crowd. I mean did did Cesar Romano have any skeletons in his closet or he was pretty not that uh, I know of I didn't do a
0: I didn't do a deep wikipedia dive on him I know he had a beautiful pencil thin mustache kind of a Ricky Ricardo thing going on he was a good looking mm-hmm. man um, TMZ would love to have had him especially in his heyday as as the Joker he would have been tough to spot the public doing okay. with makeup on
1: so now I, here's the thing I think we have a, a, a name goof up. I have Cesar Romano, but it's Cesar Romero, correct?
0: Yeah, we, we've oh, said yeah. both
1: several times. Okay. So. well, I'll I'll fix it here. So Cesar Romero. Um yeah, I feel like I feel like he'd just kind of roll with uh whatever. I'm gonna go with Peter on that.
0: Okay, that's it. Peter uh sweeps the last question and takes it. So uh Peter the Great defeats Caesar Romero. Um, Caesar, rest your soul. Well done uh, as the Joker, the original Joker. All right. We've got an 11 seed versus a 22. On paper, it's a no-brainer. And I'm not going to lie, the 22's got its work cut out for it, but crazier things have happened, especially today. We've got Hadrian versus Caesar's Palace. Um, (laughs) Okay. Okay. Jack, we're going to start with you on this. Um, more effective builder, Caesar's Palace or Hadrian. Now, Caesar's Palace, per se, can't build anything. It is a building. Somebody built it, modern construction techniques. You've got um, all the magic of Caesar's Palace, all the the palatial joy, all the uh, the elevator banks. They're amazing. Or... Hadrian, Hadrian's Wall, a man known for building wonderful thing, big expansion of Rome. Jake, what do you got? Uh, you know, I, I
2: think Caesar's Palace is amazing. I do. And I think it's awesome in in Vegas. If you've ever seen it, it's, it's an incredible, it's not even one building. It's like a complex almost. Um, right. But there's a lot of those in Vegas. It's not even unique within Vegas um especially with the newer casinos and hotels that are being built there so i think as far as builders go i got to go with hadrian he built the wall i mean that's there's only the one <laughs> so um just from a uniqueness perspective i think that's why it gets the edge
0: eric what do you got more effective builders, caesar's <clears throat> palace hadrian
1: I mean, Caesars Palace has probably built some fortunes, but it's taken just as many as it's built. That's true. Um, Zero-sum game. Hadrian has has succeeded where even Trump has failed. He built the wall. Yeah. Nice he one. Well, well done.
0: Okay, so Hadrian swept the first question. Um, I'm going to give you a tidbit of information before I roll into this next question here. Caesars Palace was constructed in 1966. Knowing that, who grew to be oldest, Hadrian or Caesar's palace?
1: 66. I don't know. 66. Or 54 years old. I mean, Hadrian lived to 62. All right. There you go. 62.
2: Is it 54? It's got to be.
1: Right. Well, sixty-six is thirty-four from two thousand yeah. plus twenty.
0: Right,
1: you're right. right. Is that so, the question? So we had, who grew to be older?
0: Yeah, who grew to be oldest? Hadrian, then. That just came down to simple math. All right, based on that, we uh, no need for the third question. We got Hadrian advancing over Caesar's palace. Um, Which is the right well, move? I mean, that's the right one to move forward. No, I, I agree. The, there's no way to argue at that. So. Um, all right, we've got that in the bracket there. Um, okay, we only got two matchups left here. This right. is a 10 seed, pretty high seed versus a 23. Um, we have Vespasian Bes- is our 10 seed versus Caesar Milan, also known as <laughs> Dog Whisperer. Um, on paper, why do they even play this one? But um, it really comes down to the questions, is what we're finding out here. Um, Jake. Which is easier to draw with your eyes closed?
2: Caesar Milan. I just got to get a stick figure of a guy going and and (laughs) a little puppy next to him. Yeah, Caesar Milan. That's
1: I I can't argue
2: with that. I couldn't. I mean, what would I draw for Vespasian? Random, generic guy with a beard. I don't know. He
1: he doesn't have a beard. It kind of looks like Danny DeVito.
0: We can't even agree on what the guy looks like. so season so I one can, that's why I, I
1: concur with jake on that i mean <clears throat> i have a better all right vantage point on milan this is why they play the games um
0: eric who would you rather work for vespasian or caesar milan
1: Um, well, if I'm looking for longevity in a job, <clears throat> Vespasian only ruled for nine years, six months. And uh, if there's something I like, it's job security. Um, Caesar Milan has been uh active with uh being a dog trainer for 16 years, so I gotta go with Caesar Milan.
0: How long was uh, Caesar's show on the air? It was on from 04 to 16. So that show ran for 12 years. Yep. You going Caesar Milan air? I have to. Has to. All right, Jake, who would you rather work for? Uh, Caesar Milan. And that's Gosh. not
2: even close. Wow.
0: What an upset. Okay. I get to be a dog
2: trainer, which would be awesome. And I get to work with just a really nice guy. And even if he was mad at me, the worst thing you could do is go, and then I'd be like, you're right, Caesar. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was my bad. My bad. He
0: takes so, every episode from chaos to order. It's beautiful, yeah. right? Yeah. I'd probably become a better
2: dad. I would learn <laughs> some great techniques. Um, yeah.
0: I just, it would just be you, wonderful. You'd, you'd bend to the will of the pack. I agree. I can't argue yeah. with that. All right. Caesar Milan defeats Vespasian and moves on uh, to a second round matchup against Nero. <laughs> this is amazing. Hey, I don't care what you, we all put together a bracket before this started bracket blown Burn up. Burn it. Just like Your bracket's <laughs> gone. That's right. It's just like every NCAA bracket we've ever done at work. It's a mess. Nobody, yeah. nobody had that. Nobody had Milan taking out Vespasian. Nobody. If they said they did, prove You're it fools they're lying to you yep all right. all right that gets us into our last first round matchup of 15 and 18 it's a pretty close seating we've got
1: trajan versus diocletian um okay this might be a, eric, our first roman versus roman right it might be
0: eric yeah Who would have a better shot at escaping from alcatraz Knowing what you know about Trajan and knowing what you know about Diocletian, um, they're in cells on different sides of the island. They both want out of there. Who's got the best shot?
1: Um, I feel like Trajan was one of the five good emperors Um, He was a good civilian administrator, but Diocletian was a cavalry commander, and I feel like the military training is going to give him an edge on Trajan in terms of getting off Alcatraz. Okay, final answer. Who are you going with there? Diocletian. Jake, what do you think?
2: Uh, I disagree. One, Uh-oh. as a cavalry commander, they don't let you have horses in prison, Eric. That's not going to help you. <laughs> okay. Well, that would... Okay, yeah. Okay. All right. And Diocletian, he's one of the... <clears throat> he before Constantine, right? He was doing the purges and the persecutions. Of the Christians. So he'd be getting in fights with the rival gangs in prison. Trajan would be unjustly convicted. He'd be like Andy Dufresne and Shawshank Redemption. He'd be <laughs> biding his time building relationships. Uh, he would be Ooh, able relationships. To, uh, I get it. See? And uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I think Trajan, and he was a builder, right? He's known for some of his construction. Well, he so ordered be, that they be built. But he looked at blueprints, I'm sure. So he knew what he was looking for. I don't think anybody escapes from Alcatraz alone. Diocletian's running around on his horse. Sean Connery did. Well, Sean Connery was a man among boys, so that doesn't count. But um,
0: (laughs) anyway, my vote is Trajan. All right, we're split on that. Um, Jake, we're going to start with you on this next question, because this question makes me think of you. Who exudes more pure animal magnetism? <laughs> Trajan or Diocletian?
1: Diocletian. No question. All right, Eric. I'm just I'm I'm looking at their busts. <laughs> I bet you are. <laughs> I I guess uh Trajan looks like a dork, so yeah. Diocletian it is. <laughs> he really does. Okay. I'll He's got trajan. that weird
0: bowl cut. Like it doesn't look good. No. Yeah. But doesn't. that was really in back then. A lot of those ancient Roman bus, they're rocking. And the bowl cut is coming back, at least out here in the country where I live. I see a surprising amount of bowl cuts. It's because it's easy
1: with the, the barber's clothes, right? Yeah. But Diocletian's
0: got a really nice beard
2: and
1: yeah.
0: He rides a horse too. And he rides a horse. There you go. Back to the horse. The horse helps okay. him this question. Um, Trajan's going to need a serious comeback here. So, uh, Eric, let's start with you on this one. Who is more likely to appear in tomorrow's headlines, Trajan or Diocletian? You turn on CNN tomorrow, <clears throat> whose name is on the crawl at the bottom? I Somehow mean, becoming modern relevant.
1: Would, uh, would CNN cover a bloody persecution of Christians, or would they just not mention that in their news feed? Because if they did, then it's Diocletian. Because it's pretty heinous to to carry that out. Um, I I I feel Diocletian has this.
0: Uh, Jake, the 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 victory is already Diocletian's. But do you have uh, do you have any thoughts on who would show up in tomorrow's headlines?
2: I was trying to think of the equivalent of the two, and if Trajan is this. Builder or emperor and he's kind of a nerd. <laughs> Does that mean like Elon Musk or Steve Jobs? You know their fame is in their their embrace of nerddom. But if you have an emperor or a president who's a war monger <laughs> who's just slaughtering people left and right, that's going to be newsworthy pretty much every day. Um, Nobody cares about the guy that's building infrastructure and repairing bridges. Everybody cares about the guy, good or bad, that's going to war. Yeah, I, I think Diocletian takes it.
0: All right, uh, Trajan only got one of the uh, one of the six. So yeah, Diocletian in a uh, in a pretty one sided beatdown. Mm-hmm. So anyhow, guys, that uh, that completes our our for our seeding and our first round of the Ides of March Madness. I am so happy. It was everything that a March Madness tournament should be. It was, we laughed, we cried. It was, there was unpredictable. There there were things that were literally unpredictable. Right.
2: Yes. Nothing makes me happier than a
1: Kaiser roll and Caesar Milan making it to the next round. That is so. I know. So we've got Marcus Aurelius versus Constantine, Kaiser roll versus Caligula, (laughs) Julius Caesar versus Titus. Czar Catherine versus Cincinnatus, Tiberius versus Czar Peter, Hadrian versus Caesar Augustus, Nero versus Caesar Milan, and yes. Diocletian versus Claudius to start us out next time. Because uh, the episode after this will cover uh, what I call it, the, uh, the Caesar 16. Yeah. Um, and then we'll we'll play it out to the championship next time.
2: Oh, all right. It's gonna be great.
0: All, all right. right, guys, that was uh, that was a lot of fun. We're gonna uh, we're gonna figure out when to wrap this up. Uh, everybody, tune back in to to see how this all plays out in our next episode. We're gonna take this thing all the way through to its uh, to its finality, and we'll see how this goes. And make sure you guys like, subscribe, and follow. Hit that notification bell.
1: But right. mostly
0: subscribe.
1: Mostly subscribe. Yes, we're at subscribe count. We're at eighty two. Big bump. There. Keep at it, folks. All right. Hey, and big
0: magic happens when we hit hundred. So uh, keep an eye out for our special 100 subscriber episode. It's going to be a it's going to be a big moment for everybody here. And uh, yeah, we're going to we're going to come up with something special, something fun to do for that. Oh awesome. yeah. All right. Thanks, everyone. Have a
2: great night. We'll see you all next time.